Sublime. I want to start off the episode by letting you know that this episode is going to be vastly different than any episode I have done to date. The general focus of this podcast is to explore the history and creation of a single game, sometimes and hopefully paired with an interview. The focus on this episode, however, has a lot of unique characteristics to it. So I'm choosing to adjust the format for this specific episode. I also want to give you my word that I will remain as objective as I possibly can while infusing my thoughts and feelings where I deem appropriate when it comes to the game I am talking about today. Also, it will be important to note that this episode will be full of spoilers that are integral to the game. So, be warned, with all of the disclaimers out of the way, Let's begin. Today, I want to talk about a game series that was initially released six years ago and won many awards. Since its release, it has helped revitalize a genre and given credence to movies and TV shows being able to be successfully adapted into a video game format. It is a game series that has players making some of the most difficult choices in all of gaming, often leaving a feeling of uncertainty as they are left to ponder when they will experience the consequences of their actions. It is a game series that saw players begin controlling a convict-turned-adoptive father, watching a relationship flourish between a protective father figure and his daughter in gut-wrenching conditions, and experiencing ultimate heartbreak in the blink of an eye. It is a game series that has seen players invest in one of the greatest video game characters of the modern era, Clementine. Yes, today, I'm going to talk about Telltale's The Walking Dead series. The Walking Dead, which I will refer to it as, for the remainder of this episode, is comprised of four main seasons, an episode to tie seasons one and two together, and a mini-series in between Seasons 2 and 3. Clementine's story has spanned six years, evoking feelings of sorrow, familiarity, loneliness, companionship, fear, and anxiety, apathy, frustration, and so much more. It remains a polarizing series, not only because of recent happenings with the series and the company, but also because of the content itself. Some feel that the choices the player must make are shocking and go too far. Others like the raw and difficult nature of the choices the player faces. 
There are people who feel that the series peaked at Season 1, never releasing adequate content subsequently. Others have felt the need to complete the story and know the fate of what happens in this world. Some potential players have been off-put by the choice of art directions, while others have enjoyed and delighted in the comic book feel of the aesthetic. Regardless of differing opinions, it all was inspired by and stemmed from the creation of Robert Kirkman and Tony Moore. Season 1 The inception of Season 1 of The Walking Dead was a series of movies by Telltale Games. The inception of Season 1 of The Walking Dead was a series of moves by Telltale Games, having worked on episodic adventure games prior and being inspired by Quantic Dream's Heavy Rain. A member of Telltale, Carl Muckenhaupt, was working on an adventure game that would have an active world, meaning that the characters and the environment would not freeze while waiting from player input. Instead, the world would continue to move while the player was making their text-based decisions. Originally, Telltale contacted Valve about doing a possible spin-off with Left 4 Dead in this format, but nothing came of those talks. February 2011, Telltale announced that they had entered a deal with Warner Brothers to develop The Walking Dead. It would be an episodic series. The agreement included an arrangement for multiple years across the different platforms and multiple titles. The initial series was set to release in the last quarter of 2011. After securing the rights, the team set to develop the story and overall gameplay, with Robert Kirkman and Skybound Entertainment providing input. Telltale iterated to Kirkman that they wanted to create a game based off of choices and consequences, rather than a gameplay comprised of speedy combat. Specifically, they wanted to emphasize the player having to choose from two unfavorable choices and concentrating on the survival aspect. Kirkman sanctioned which components of the story were suitable for the Walking Dead universe, while opting to remove himself for the direct development process in order to give Telltale creative reins. Working with Kirkman to create new characters and scenarios made creating the story of the series much easier than attempting to integrate established characters and plot lines into their games. Kirkman had one main request to avoid involving Rick Grimes in the series. When seeking inspiration for the gameplay side of the game, Telltale found it in the Uncharted series and Heavy Rain. Those games provided stimulation for the in-game cinematics. The motivation for player choice came from a little-known series called Mass Effect. Looking outside of video games for additional inspiration, Telltale took cues from TV shows Mad Men and Game of Thrones on how to develop captivating characters in a short amount of time. Conversely, Telltale was not inspired by the industry standard of dialogue trees. They opted to develop their own system in order to create more natural-feeling dialogue. The story of The Walking Dead Season 1 was centered on the ending. Clementine must either shoot Lee before he turns into a zombie, or she must walk away and allow him to become one. From there, everything slowly began to develop. Many resources went into the development of Clementine. 
She was essential to the story. The team spent many hours on assuring that she would not come off as whiny or annoying, while also creating her to be the moral compass of the experience. They utilized an interesting and effective strategy for developing each episode of the season by pairing a game developer with a writer so the episode would feel cohesive with plot and gameplay. As a result, some gameplay ideas had to be excluded for a lack of cohesion. One example that was given was a scene where the group of survivors was firing on a wall of zombies. The power of choice is one of the aspects that made The Walking Dead so enticing to players. Specifically, the choice of who lives or dies was particularly distressing. Telltale focused on death for both the playable and non-playable characters. The inspiration behind the focus originated from many employees previously working at LucasArts, where characters were not allowed to die. One way Telltale played around with the concept of death was putting Lee in situations where if the player did not make a choice quickly enough, Lee would be killed. However, the game would restart close to where the player died, giving them the opportunity to learn from the mistake. The initial idea of limiting the time for making a choice came from the prototype zombie game that Muckenhaupt created. The purpose for integrating it into The Walking Dead was to keep the pacing rather than having the gameplay feel like a constant stop-start. Telltale developed engines to track global statistics of what choices were made in The Walking Dead and reporting them back to each player with a comparison. While the studio wanted to make choices that were affecting for the player, they also wanted to make sure many of the choices were not game-ending. They placed an emphasis on not disciplining players for making certain choices. However, they wanted to give many situations the feeling that all choices are equally wrong. The choices that were integrated into the game were carefully selected in order to not have a substantial impact on the overall story, yet impact the story episode to episode. One goal of Telltale was to have players split down the middle when it came to bigger choices in the game. Considering a 75 to 25 or greater split a disappointment. Despite focusing on a reasonable split amongst players making choices, they had to make some adjustments from the first two episodes onward. One way they rectified the discrepancy was to eliminate all sense of suggestion, leaving the quote-unquote correct choices indistinct. Telltale also played around with the overwhelming consensus. For example, there's a character that Lee meets in the first episode named Larry. The two do not get along at all, and Telltale noticed that most players would abandon or elect to kill Larry at the first chance that presented itself. To flip this on its head, Telltale incorporated a dialogue between Lee and Lily, Larry's daughter, where she attempts to redeem Larry in hopes of changing Lee's perspective of him. The results went as expected, as a majority of players wanted to save Larry. A smart choice by the writers was taking the decision statistics from previous episodes and using them when deciding the story direction for subsequent episodes. One such example was Gary Witta, the writer for episode 4, 
Looking at the statistics for the choice of whether Lee kills Duck, a child bitten by a walker, and a son of Lee's best friend, besides Clementine, or to let Kenny murder his own child. Witta added a similar decision where Lee and Kenny find a child that has turned in an attic. Lee is faced with the same choice, but there is a third choice of walking away and leaving the child turned. Whatever choice is made can affect the way Kenny and the rest of the survivors treat Lee from then on. When the player reaches the first act in episode 5, there are 32 possible ways that they have come to that point in the story, giving the feeling of integration. Telltale struggled with previous titles to have them released simultaneously on multiple platforms. With having the experience they needed and receiving a publisher status from Microsoft for Xbox, they were able to time their releases better across all of the platforms. As a result of their previous experiences as well, they used a game engine that allowed them to develop the game for multiple platforms, diminishing the time and work required to port it. One issue that they unfortunately ran into was having to update the save file format, which occasionally led to save files becoming invalid. They ironed out the issue in subsequent seasons. The Walking Dead was originally slated to release late 2011, but it was pushed back until April 2012. That particular date was significant in that the conclusion of Season 2 of the TV show fell around then, giving the game an opportunity to ride the wave of success. Telltale released a disc version of the first season on December 11, 2012. Some Xbox 360 owners with low storage capabilities reported stuttering issues with the disc, so Telltale compensated them with a free digital version of the game. Telltale announced an iOS version August 2012. After the release, Telltale made the first episode free across multiple platforms in order to entice new players who hadn't yet tried the game. For those who played it and ended up purchasing the rest of the season, the progress of the story carried over. Since the initial release, it has been ported to the PS Vita, Xbox One, PS4, and the Nintendo Switch. 400 Days, a standalone episode created at around the time of Season 1, was released July 2nd, 2013, in order to tide fans over while they waited for the second season. The story focused on five new characters during the first 400 days of the zombie outbreak. The choices made in the episode had no bearing on the story of Season 2, but some of the characters did carry over. Season 2 Season 2 starts off over a year later from where Season 1 left off. The player controls Clementine, who is able to fend for herself thanks to the teachings of Lee and the other survivors. She starts off in Georgia, where the first season took place but is en route to Michigan, where she and fellow survivors believe there is a large survivor camp. As previously mentioned during Season 1, the multi-year license was still in effect, giving Telltale free reigns to go ahead with Season 2. 
The team kept Season 2 in a similar style as Season 1, in terms of graphics and mechanics. The changes came almost exclusively in the plot and setting of the story, along with new characters. When sitting down to discuss what they wanted to achieve with Season 2, the writers discussed whether they wanted to introduce a new character to act as a guardian for Clementine, or if they wanted to flesh out the characters from the previous season by giving the player a deeper look at their backstories. Ultimately, they settled on Clementine. This choice created an interesting dynamic. In Season 1, the player was entrusted with the protection of Clementine and the other survivors, or keeping the peace while being a paragon in a post-zombie world, as it were. With the player taking control of Clementine, they were able to experience the results of their choices from Season 1, while also being assigned the duty of keeping her alive and making choices best suited to her survival. This required the player to be more cautious on who or what to trust. One new aspect of Season 2 was that Telltale emphasized how young Clementine was compared to who she encountered by using many low-perspective angles. The team wanted to ensure that the choices the player made playing as Clementine would shape her personality and who she became, rather than being a replica of Season 1. They managed to capture this, as the player often feels that it is them and Clementine versus everyone. There is this feeling of the world being uncaring for how sweet or innocent she is, making the experience more visceral. Officially, Season 2 was announced late October 2013. It was planned to be released for all of the major systems, as well as Windows and OS X computers. During the time of announcement, Telltale also planned to put the second season on the Oya console as well. Releases for the PS4 and the Xbox One were announced May 2014 and released later in the year. The Nintendo Switch version was planned to be released in 2018. Each episode was released four to six weeks apart. The disc version was available at the end of the season. The announcement of Season 2 showed off Clementine as the playable character and described as players in the shoes of a lead role that will challenge their expectations of how to survive in a world where no one can be trusted. The last important aspect to note about Season 2 of The Walking Dead was the choice at the end. Like the end of Season 1, you are faced with an incredibly difficult decision. For me, it was equally as difficult and heartbreaking as the choice at the end of Season 1. As I was making the choice of who to kill while controlling an 11-year-old child, I second-guessed every instinct and thought that popped up in those brief seconds. Within the last second, I made the choice that felt right and wrong at the same time. I felt like I kept Clementine and the other characters safe, but I felt like I did the character I chose to kill wrong. The character had a genuine, albeit complicated and unsafe, way of showing their caring and protective nature. After the final cutscene, I was left sitting on my couch for a while to ponder what I did. I wasn't happy that I had to make the choice. 
Quite frankly, I was pissed off. I was left there in my solemnity, contemplating if I made the right choice, and what next season had in store for Clementine and her moving story. At the end of the day, Telltale did exactly what it set out to do. It gave me two choices that were both inherently wrong, and I had no nudging on which I should go with. I had to live with my decision. The Walking Dead Michonne In between seasons two and three, Telltale chose to release a three-episode miniseries called The Walking Dead Michonne. Originally slated as downloadable content for season two, Telltale announced December 2015 that it would be released February 2016 as a standalone title, not requiring any knowledge of the previous entries in the series. The game takes place between issues 126 and 139 of the graphic novel, detailing Michonne's happenings and whereabouts when she left Rick and the group of survivors. Samira Wiley was the voice of Michonne. Samira has starred in Orange is the New Black and The Handmaiden's Tale. The three-episode series was released between February and April 2016 for PC, Mac, both PS3 and PS4, both Xbox 360 and Xbox One, and for mobile devices. The series was important for future Telltale games because it was partially developed with a new game engine called the Telltale Tool. This allowed for better support for newer consoles, especially with DirectX, for example, Microsoft consoles. With the success and development of the new technology, it was implemented into future Telltale series, the first being Batman the Telltale series. Season 3 Season 3, A New Frontier, starts four years later after Season 2, with the player meeting a new group of survivors, led by Javier Javi Garcia. The story starts around the conclusion of Season 1 in Baltimore. Javi is leading his brother David's wife, Kate, and two children, Gabe and Mariana, out of Baltimore. They are looking for a safe place when they happen across Clementine, who is traveling on her own and looking for a character from Season 2. Before their release and full development, Telltale revealed that Season 3 would be told from a new viewpoint, but Clementine would return. Robert Kirkman also revealed that Season 3 would mirror the current comic timeline at the point of release, and that there would be a greater link to the comics. Characters from the comics appeared in Season 3, having a greater role to play than in previous seasons. Season 3 had a greater scope than previous seasons, as Telltale wanted to tie in all of the previous episodes the players experienced during the first two seasons, while also allowing new players to experience the game with no prior knowledge of what happened before. Telltale incorporated a new story generator tool for players who bought Season 3 on a next-generation console and for new players, allowing players to quickly create a starting point for a new frontier. In order to create precise and convenient questions for the story generator, staff at Telltale 
evaluated roughly 40,000 playthroughs of Seasons 1 and 2, observing the general patterns of choices that were made by players and grouping them into 42 divergent scenarios. The answers to the questions allowed Telltale to place the player in one of the 42 scenarios. They wanted to assure players that the evaluation was done not for specific choices made, but more for patterns of how the choices were selected. Telltale used the new development technology that they previously used for The Walking Dead, Michonne, and the Batman series to make Season 3, marking the first time a Walking Dead season was completely made by the Telltale tool. Critics took notice to the improved graphics, praising Telltale. Players generally enjoyed the new characters and direction of Season 3, but the episodes in Season 3 were shorter than previous seasons, frustrating a lot of players. Telltale revealed that it would release Season 3 November 2016. It was later delayed until December 20, 2016. The physical edition contained the first two episodes on disc and the other episodes available via digital code. A Nintendo Switch version was planned to be released in 2018. Before I start discussing Season 4, I want to point out a trend. The first season was reviewed favorably and won multiple awards as a result, with scores in the high 80s and low 90s. The second season was reviewed well, but it wasn't as critically acclaimed as the first season, with scores in the high 70s to high 80s. The Michonne series was more mixed than favored, but still had a critical reception of high 60s to low 70s. This was most likely due to zero tie-in between it and the main series. Season 3 was also more mixed than previous seasons, but still acquired some positive reviews, with scores of mid-60s to low-80s. This will come into play later in this episode. Season 4 There is a ton of controversy surrounding Season 4, or the final season. First, I want to talk about the development before the disputes are addressed. The development of Season 4 was announced at San Diego Comic-Con in July of 2017. It was to be a four-episode series, making it shorter than the previous three main seasons, with a release date of August 14th, 2018. It would be released for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows, with a version for the Nintendo Switch arriving at a later date. The physical copy would be released November 8th, 2018, with the first two episodes being on the disc and the final two being available as a digital code. The player would once again take control of Clementine. This choice was made as a direct response to fans who felt that there was too little interaction with her in the previous season. Being the final season, Telltale wanted to focus on what made season one fantastic and endearing, and infuse that into the conclusion of the story. As a result of this choice, the series saw the return of Gary Whitta, the writer of the first season in 400 days, to write on the final season. Unlike season one, which focused on characters that were attempting to adapt to life during and after the zombie apocalypse, the final season concentrated on younger characters that had little knowledge or memory of life before. 
Throughout the first two episodes, Clementine is imparting the wisdom Lee passed on to her down to AJ, giving him a greater chance to survive in a world overrun with the undead and opportunistic humans. Clementine was initially written to be more cynical and world-weary, but the team elected to make her more compassionate. Like the third season, the final season was being made exclusively by the Telltale Tool, which had positive improvements on the lighting, graphics, and the rendered style. A few new aspects were introduced into the final season. Some of the areas in the game are bigger, allowing the player to search for and find collectibles in the game. They also included zombies at certain points that could attack Clementine if the player is brash, which allowed for more active combat sequences. Season 4 begins some years in the future, presumably 2 to 4, as Clementine is still a teenager. Clementine has continued to raise AJ, a survivor she has traveled with since Season 2. Being able to handle himself better now that he is older, AJ takes lessons from Clementine similarly to how Clementine took lessons from Lee. There is a lot of parallelism in the two situations which was an intentional choice by Telltale. The player can see how choices in Season 1 actually directly influence the story of Season 4. Telltale chose to work exclusively on the final season in 2018, citing quality depreciation across multiple series over recent years due to stretching themselves too thin. For the first time in Telltale history, they gave firm dates about when each episode would release. Similarly to Season 1, Telltale decided how they wanted the final season to end, and worked backward. Similarly to Season 1, Telltale decided how they wanted the final season to end, and worked backwards to construct the other episodes. Despite the final season being the end of Clementine's story, they did not discount the possibility of returning to The Walking Dead in the future. The first two episodes were received positively, with players and fans appreciating the return to form, the updated graphics, and better gameplay mechanics, with scores of the high 60s to high 70s. Now, we are caught up to everything development-wise that took place over the six-year time span of the series. Many of you know that at this point in time, Telltale has undergone a majority studio closure. On September 21st, 2018, Telltale laid off 250 employees on sudden notice with no severance and were provided health care until the end of the month. 25 employees were kept on to see to the remaining obligations of the studio. It was a massive shock to the gaming world and to Skybound Entertainment, Kirkman's company. Not only did Telltale hire a new employee the week before, but they were in the midst of releasing episodes for the final season. They were considered a powerhouse in the video game world. The second episode was still released September 24, 2018, but the future of the remaining two episodes remained unclear. The closing came upon the failed attempts by Telltale to find proper funding for future endeavors. Telltale had been struggling financially months prior, but with potential investors AMC and Smilegate pulling out of the deals, 
Telltale was left with essentially no funds. This left the future of the final two episodes in jeopardy, as Telltale implored other gaming studios to pick up the staff members, let go, to finish, with all money made to go to said gaming studio. During the recent New York Comic Con, Kirkman made the announcement that Skybound would take over the development of the final two episodes, with taking on some of the staff that was laid off. This has raised the question of whether Skybound has plans to create their own gaming studio, but there are no official plans at this time. The specifics of how everything will be handled for the final two episodes remains a mystery at this time. Multiple members of Skybound Entertainment, Kirkman included, have stated how jubilant they are to give Clementine's story the proper closure it deserves, while also providing some of the laid-off developers an opportunity to finish what they started. The sudden closing of Telltale has raised the question in gaming media. Are narrative games profitable? It's a drastic change, as the series went from helping champion the revolution of narrative games as being desirable and marketable, to possibly leading to the downfall of them. My personal opinions of how Telltale handled their happenings or the change of perception about narrative games, all I can say with certainty is that I am happy that Clementine's story will have a resolution and that the laid-off members of Telltale will be able to return to their art form and finish what they started. I appreciate Skybound Entertainment for giving some of the developers the opportunity to finish their art and not be homeless, as well as allowing fans to close an important chapter. I personally look forward to the final two episodes. I also want to extend a thank you to the staff that meticulously created this world for me to enjoy and experience the past six years. They did a phenomenal job, and their work will stand the test of time. This is the conclusion of the Walking Dead episode. Now, I am planning to take a three-month holiday from this podcast, as I would like to focus more on completing games for the rest of the year, working towards our Game of the Year show for the Chompcast and Sword Chomp. While there is no content for the next three months, I implore you, please, share these first six episodes with friends and family. Let's build this podcast and sword chomp together. I will be back in three months. Thank you for all the love and dedication you have shown me over the past six months. And I look forward to returning in the next three. Thank you to everyone out there listening. Take care.